Welcome to Josie's Bar Podcast. I am Claire and usually I'm joined by uh, my podcast co-host Vix, but Vix has had to take a week off this week just to unforeseen circumstances and they do apologise that they had to take a week off, um, uh, but hopefully they will be back in two weeks. More on that later, special episode next week. So I've got a very special guest on, it's returning guest, Daredevil legend, can I call you that? Sure. I don't know if Elizabeth. I deserve it, but <laughs> legend. <laughs> it was legendary um, enough that we, you came to London and we hung out and talked all things Daredevil. That was so much fun. Yeah, and I saw it. Um, that came up in my Facebook memories the other day, which was cool. It did on mine too. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, oh, good times. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so thank you for coming on, and sorry about the confusion in time today. No worries. I joked about the Time Variance Authority last episode, and I think that's what did it. It's messed up my concept of time, unfortunately. I don't know what's <laughs> happening. They're getting revenge on you. Yeah, yeah. They're, like, messing with my timeline or something. Who knows? Uh, yeah. But, yeah, thanks for coming on. And we are discussing a, a weird little issue today, issue 40. This is, like, yeah. I don't know if you found this issue as weird as I did. I was like, I'd completely forgotten this issue existed. It's sort of like a little in the middle. It, it yeah. doesn't really, it starts after the last one. It doesn't actually end. It sort of feeds into the next one. It's it's sort of bookended. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, for sure. It's like, yeah, it's what, it, I mean, this is, you know, like Vix and I discussed about, you know, in the early issues, you get all these standalone stories that's complete, you know, has beginning and middle and end, you know, and everything. And this is when we're getting into, more like the modern comics, you know, where it's, this is just like, almost like a filler issue. Yeah. You know, it's just setting up stuff, which is kind of fun, because I think you get like, more character development, particularly in the modern issues, but I do miss the, the wacky ones where it's like, and Daredevil flies to space, and does this, all in one issue. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Well, that was why I was teasing you that I don't think that this is going to be a very long episode. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Unless we get talking about Loki instead, which we've yes. both watched, but we won't do that because of spoilers. Yeah, so, we'll try. <laughs> this is issue number 40, Fallen Hero. This was released May the 1st, 1968. Uh, but before we get into the issue, as we are a bar, we have drinks uh, with us. Uh, Elizabeth, what are you drinking? A really glass, a tall glass of water. <laughs> a really tall glass of water. in the summertime, and we need to hydrate. Absolutely. Uh, I have two drinks. I have my usual Pepsi Max Cherry, um, and I also have a uh, bottle of water, which has a little um, rose lemonade um, cold water tea bag in it. It's very nice. Oh. And I'm going back and forth between funny. the two. Mm, yeah, it's like this... this cold water tea bags and it makes your water taste of rose lemonade and it's lovely uh, mm. i believe it's by twinings uh, you guys have interesting drinks that we don't have here. <laughs> we do well we have some interesting teas I, I need to try these like um these water things that um, vix was telling me about last week i need to look into them because they sounded really yummy so maybe i'll post it on josie's bar podcast facebook group because we are usually a podcast about tea as well as daredevil well i had a, a rhubarb soda when Ooh. i was visiting you guys yeah. two years ago and it, it tasted like rhubarb pie but in soda form and oh, wow. i looked 
and it's like absolutely nowhere in the U.S. Like I'd have to pay fifty dollars for a can to get it shipped here. I've never <laughs> even heard of it. I did have a, a passion fruit soda earlier. That was really nice. Yeah, I, there was also one that was um, some sort of flower. Oh. That I, or, but I I, that one wasn't as nice. It it tasted more like celery soda. It was, uh, but oh, that rhubarb one. Was I so remember good. when I went to the states for the first time when I was nine. And my mind was blown by Mountain Dew because <laughs> we didn't know. Oh, it. Yeah. <laughs> it was like wow. all the caffeine plus some. <laughs> <laughs> so this issue, um, the description is as follows: Daredevil goes to limbo. The Unholy Three have been using their transdimensional T-ray to send innocents and enemies to alternate dimension. Will Daredevil be able to save Debbie Harris and the rest of the victims from a lifetime of purgatory? Enter the organizer. Um, I mean, the organizer doesn't come in this issue, but okay. <laughs> I didn't get that in the description. It's like, all right. I guess that links in with what Foggy's up to. Who knows? He um, was around the last issue, wasn't he? Because I remember him saying something about, um, I had to read the last issue to make this issue make any sense. Oh, yeah, yeah. He said something about how he controlled the amount of time that the person would be in. The oh, that's the exterminator. Area. The organizer is the guy, is Abner Jonas, who was the previous boss of the Unholy Three. Oh, oh, oh. Okay. Yes, the exterminator is the one who looks like Gay Ultron. <laughs> who okay. is like, he? yeah, he controls the amount of time. He's got his, like, master gun or something like that. Yeah. I don't know. Um. Uh, and the issue also says a mystery within a puzzle inside of a riddle confused and compounded by Stan the Man Lee and Gene the Dean Colon inked by John Tartaglioni and lettered by Sammy Rosen woo woo Excelsior so this issue it, it's, a, it's a weird cover because the cover makes it look like the big villain of these issues is Birdman <laughs> yeah um, and it also costume. repeats kind of what was the last um the last picture on the last issue too. Yeah. So they totally spoilered this issue in the last issue's last frame. <laughs> so. Yeah, that was weird. Like the spoiler at the end of the last issue because it's like, well, I guess we know Daredevil's gonna get hit by the ray. Mm-hmm. You know. In um, case you're wondering. <laughs> in case you're wondering. Uh, so Daredevil is. So Matt's getting changed into into Daredevil. I like this. Is what? I like this picture in front of the mirror. Yeah, I like it as well with his his reflection. I think it's it's yeah. really nicely laid out. I also like the fact that in I think it's like the next panel he hasn't got his glasses on, so he's actually remembered to take his glasses off before he puts his cowl on. Thankfully. Yeah. But they did the usual shadow over the eyes thing. Yeah, so. you must never see his eyes. They're dazzling. Um. Yeah. So he's getting changed and he's talking about Debbie Harris and he says that even after she vanished, he sensed her heartbeat. I don't, I'm still not sure how this limbo works. That he can now sense people in different dimensions. Yeah, I'm thinking that she's like, that the different dimension isn't like a completely separate place, that they're just slightly off. Like a mirrorverse type thing? Kind of, like one, not, yeah, they're like one degree away, so that maybe he can still pick up on that something's going on, Mm. but, um, but not actually physically know exactly where she is. I would like um, Christine of the other Murdoch papers to explain this in depth <laughs> scientifically. <laughs> oh, she's going to hate it. <laughs> <laughs> I hope she's done a blog post on it where she goes in depth because I was she very confused. Has. 
um, so he's off to find um, uh, Birdman and Ape Man and Catman, and he's going to hunt them down. And uh, I like these shots of like him, or these panels, I should say. It's not a TV show, Claire, uh, where he's he's running about the the city and he's kind of leaping over this like these railings and everything like that. It's kind of cool. Yeah. Um, yeah he's doing proper parkour here it's great uh and then at a local bank there is a uh, a stick up and the our friends quote unquote and I'm, I'm still freaked out by birdman's little bird feet it's very disturbing um <laughs> they are going to uh rob the bank and they ask the guard to uh open the vault um, which is through this iron iron gate, and he says, "Oh, I can't. It's uh, it's on a time lock, and it's set for 9 a.m. in the morning." So they say, "Right, we will just blast you then." And they blast him with the T-ray, and he fades from existence. See, that's not really fair because he was doing what they said, but yeah, still got zapped. So see, that proves do not work with bad guys. Yeah, Even and if- exactly. And then they say, "Oh." If we give the rotator of this gun a full spin clockwise, we can then use it as like a like a forced ray. I was like, this, yeah. so this is like a forced ray, which I, I imagine being kind of like Cyclops beams, you know, out of his eyes. Yeah, um, like a laser. Like a yeah, like a like a yeah, like a big force thing, and it blows up this um, vault wall. But I was like, but how does it also put people in other dimensions? I had some problems with that, too. And does he remember to click it back again before he zaps the next person? <laughs> oh, no. He could have just exploded dead. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Uh, back to the, the crazy feet, though. Um, did you notice that they don't have the suction cups on their feet anymore that they yeah. had? Yeah. They bother us have... much. They're missing a lot of, like, the wacky details that I liked. I really miss uh, Catman's moustache. Every time I see him, I'm like, oh, he hasn't got the big crazy moustache anymore, which I love. <laughs> Oh, I didn't notice that. Yeah. And also Birdman is, like, topless. It's very weird. Like, in, I mean, definitely on the cover he's topless. It's, I don't, yeah. Oh, I think he has a top on because he's got those... Um, oh, he's got those, like, weird scales. Yeah, that's what I was just going to say. It's like the scales on Captain America's outfit. Yeah. Oh, that's weird. And his hand, if you're, um, let's see, where Daredevil, he, like, he turns around and Daredevil's leaning against the doorway, which actually, I, I kind of like that. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> I had, like, three favorite images on this one. Um, so when he turns around, if you look close, at least on my version, um, his hand is a slightly different color than oh, his Oh, yeah, arm. it is. It's kind of yes. gray, his top. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. It's just. It's like when you see a gal who's wearing really tight, um, flesh-colored pants, and you're like, is she wearing pants at all? <laughs> you have to look, is it, are they the same color? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is yeah. he actually naked, or is that actually a really poorly chosen colored shirt? <laughs> yeah, it's it's very, yeah, it's very weird. Yeah, Daredevil's leaning against this. Oh, also, I have to say, I do love the fact that the bag that Birdman steals just says savings on it. That just made me laugh. I don't know why. Oh, I didn't notice that. Yeah, just like, oh, this is the savings bag. It just made me laugh. Um, Dedo was leaning against the doorway. I don't know, like, because it looks like he's punched Birdman in the chest, but uh, it's, it's, I don't know. I find this panel a bit strange to sort of follow what's going on. 
I think he punched him in the face, and the um, and he flips back so fast that the punch is still echoing around. Oh, and then he just leant against the door again. Yeah. Oh, so. okay, that makes sense. I I'm not sure, but yeah, I was kind of I kind of I mean, in the next panel, he full on punches Birdman in the crotch. <laughs> well, again, I, I'm not sure if that was where. <laughs> That's definitely where his hand looks in the picture. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think Birdman's going to be having any little Birdman babies anytime soon after this. Cause... But the explosion-looking thing was uh, was near his face, right? Oh, but that's the Catman. Yeah, that's oh. the Catman. This is where Daredevil, at... like, this is where Birdman falls back and he's punching him in the pants. And there's a big oh, explosion okay. thing and it's like, oh, okay. Okay, you're right. On the first picture when he's leaning on the doorway, I don't know what's going on there. The second one was what I was looking at. Oh, right. Okay, yeah. Yeah, that's the one where it's Maybe like... he bounced off of him. Like, he turned around and Daredevil was standing in the way and he bounced off of him. Maybe. And then got... I don't know. I like this one. So, uh, so the money's, like, flown everywhere. Um, they want to try and catch Daredevil and you know, shoot him with the gun, so he's going to vanish as well. Um, Ape Man is, like, massive in this panel. He's so big, um, like, leaning over him. And it looks like Daredevil's, like, punched his hand into Ape Man's chest. Yes. <laughs> like, like, he's going to pull out his heart. heart or something. Yeah. Yeah, the one where he's punching Catman is when he punches him in the face. Yeah, yeah. I, I turned too soon. Yeah. Catman's little claw feet. Yes, but no suction cups. No suction cups. That's that's why they're, you know... That's they're not climbing on the walls this time. Yeah, exactly. Um, I like that Matt jokes that he's he's really a pipe and slipper sort of chap. I don't even go to peace rallies because they're too exciting. <laughs> As he's, like, <laughs> jumping over this ray gun. It's so funny. Um, uh. Yeah, I love that. Um, and at one point, he, he makes a joke about a weapon... Uh, like having a weapon and he says if I was meant to have a weapon I think that's around here I would have been born with a holster and I was like you do have a holster <laughs> what are you talking about <laughs> yeah but it's quite a fun um, it, it's quite a fun fight this one it's very kinetic particularly like when Ape Man is punching Daredevil it's really I like the way it's drawn yeah I was laughing, uh, I wrote a note about that there's a lot of smashed windows in this issue. (laughs) Yeah, so many. So many. Daredevil's like leaping out of the way of this this ray gun, Um, you know, but there's three of them and they're just shooting at him and he's just trying to leap over these these rays, Um, you know, and it's like we know what's going to happen, we know he's going to get hit, we saw it in the last issue, so you sort of know what's happening. And I do like the way they... Sorry? <laughs> Hurry up already and shoot him. Yeah, yeah, shoot him. Um, I like the way they finally do it where they have these two panels and one is us like almost looking down the barrel of the the, the gun at Daredevil and then the next one is like the close-up of Ape Man's eyes as he yeah. shoots him. I thought yeah. that, I, I liked the way it was done. Um, yeah, that is cool. Yep, and then... And then there's the glowing him as he's being shot. Yeah, he looks like he's shrinking. yeah. Yeah, but I like I like the effect. Yeah, uh, he realizes he's the one that's vanishing, not everyone around him. Um, but yeah, I like it. I like the way it's it's drawn. And then it, it looks like he's kind of in like a big, uh, it's like a yellow 
it's almost like a yellow whirlpool he's in. Yeah. That's yeah, what Limbo looks hole. like. At first I thought it was like a clock or something, but it looks like a big whirlpool. Yeah, it, it kind of reminds me of um, like a Doctor Who going from one time to another sort of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it does kind of look like that. I like that there's a little note from Stan Lee that says, sudden thought, one nice thing about these drawings is nobody can say they're inaccurate unless you've been there yourself. <laughs> kind it kind of, of is a, a Doctor Strange looking thing, too, which yeah. makes sense that they were doing that around the same time. Is this the uh, the quantum realm? Maybe. Mm. Or maybe like the doorway of the quantum realm. Maybe, yeah. Uh, Matt says, it's as if I'm traveling from now to now to then. And I was like, that's that's what time is. <laughs> We're constantly traveling from now to then, aren't we? And then I got confused and thought about the movie Spaceballs, where they're talking about now, now. This is now, now. What happened then is happening now. And then my brain exploded, Elizabeth. <laughs> so then, um, so I had a couple questions about this. Mm-hmm. So was what he was experiencing very different than what the people who were zapped that could see and didn't have superpowers feel? Or is it different? Like, would he be more dizzy than them? Does he smell or taste things that they don't notice? Mm. I feel like uh, he would always be more dizzy than regular yeah, people, you know? I I always feel like, you know, he like he must get affected by things like that, you know, more. I don't, th- mm-hmm. I don't know if they ever kind of comment on that, though, like, canonically, do they? No, not really. They did it, they commented on it in the show, I think, where he says he has it, like, the spins, um, doesn't he say yeah. he has it worse? My favourite scene of that entire series. Aww. <laughs> Little baby avocados, aww. Aww, uh, it was my favourite, my favourite episode, my favourite scene. Yeah. It's a good one. I'm I'm rewatching the show at the moment. I haven't got quite up to that. I think I'm up to episode four. Um, yeah, because I'm rewatching. Sorry, go ahead. No, no, I'm I'm just rewatching it when I get a chance because I rewatched all the Marvel Netflix shows last year during lockdown, um, and then this year I was like, I'm just gonna watch Dead. I'm just gonna probably watch uh, Daredevil and Defenders. You know. Yeah. I think I started rewatching them a couple months ago, and then I sort of hit a, a wall, and then I jumped ahead to all my favorite parts nice. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> yeah on yeah. both actually that end on defenders yeah yeah I, li- I mean i like defend defenders is short like there's a lot of stuff in it i didn't like as much but defenders is like a short watch and there's lots of fun stuff we finally see like daredevil versus iron fist and it's great yeah and i liked him with uh jessica jones yeah i i wish we'd got more of him and jessica together it's great yeah that was my favorite part of those yeah definitely um, you know, and I mean, both of them are rumored to they want to bring them back in the MCU. So I really yeah. hope they do. I really hope so. My Every team. time I see a rumor about those, I put either a heart or a like sign. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Uh, so he finds himself in limbo, and then everyone else who has been zapped with the ray are also there, including regardless Debbie. of where they were when they were zapped. Yeah, they're all in this limbo so it's almost like limbo is not just time it's you're not stuck in that place that you were but you're just slightly off you're yeah. actually in a physical place it's kind of weird yeah. so you were moved into this one location regardless mm. of where you were zapped from or when you were zapped yeah yeah which is is kind of that's why i'm confused by this uh debbie's yeah. in her purple dress 
and then there's like the guard there there's a officer as well um they describe it as being trapped in nowhere uh meanwhile the unholy three are running away with the loot after they've shot shot daredevil <laughs> so they must have scraped it off the floor yeah <laughs> and uh and then the police see them and they pursue them, including Chuck the cop. We find out his name because poor Chuck, uh, he starts shooting at them. For some reason, he shoots over their heads. I'm not saying he should kill them, but I was like, I don't think that's going to do anything. Like, you're not going to yeah. scare them. They're, they're clearly not scared of anything. They're criminals that are dressed as a gorilla, a bird and a cat. And they have a gun-looking thing. And they have a, a ray gun. Um, so poor Chuck, he shoots over their heads. Um, so obviously it doesn't hit them. And then Ape Man turns around and he zaps him. And then Chuck vanishes. And his partner's like, no, Chuck. And his, his little hand disappearing. Kind of made me laugh. <laughs> uh, so meanwhile, back in um, uh, Nelson and Murdoch, um, Foggy is frantic about Debbie, but he's not frantic enough that he's going to cancel his DA interview. No, of course not. And particularly as he thinks that she's dead. I was like, just cancel your interview. Like, mourn a bit, you know? Mm-hmm. Also, where's your best friend? Why isn't he there comforting you? Yeah. Yeah. You know. He's in another dimension! Exactly. You don't know that. Um, so Karen he's very, so used to, sorry. Is what? He's just so used to Matt not being there whenever he wants. And he's <laughs> just kind of like, ah, whatever. Yeah, he just doesn't even notice he's not there anymore. He's like, oh yeah, I do have a partner. Um, Karen's wearing this green dress with a gold belt, and I like it. I do too, and yeah. it has the little belts for the neck part. Yeah, and it's got like little buttons on the cuffs. I really like this dress. Yeah. Suits her. It's very fast. Spoiler alert, that was my toot. <laughs> it's also my toot as well. Don't worry. <laughs> um, poor Foggy, with the self-esteem issues, though, says yeah. to Karen, forget it, Karen, I may just be a pudgy, ineffectual lawyer. And I was like, oh, Foggy. But then he puts down Matt about, I hardly <laughs> think a blind man would be able to do something that I can't do. Exactly. He's like, I, I, might, I might not... I might be rubbish, but at least I'm better than the, that blindy Matt. And it's like, you guys. You're supposed to be his best friend. You're supposed to be friends. It's so funny. It's like, I, I am amused by these early issues of how much these two just seem to hate each other. Um, even though earlier Matt was saying about poor Foggy, you know, and he went to try and look for Debbie, Debbie Harris for him and everything. Yeah. yeah. Um, so Foggy heads to the library because he's going to do some... Uh, investigative work try yes. to find out what's going on which he is very good at he's very good like he's 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 carrying the most of the weight with this <laughs> at this point <laughs> um so this is where he mentions the organizer so i have no i i honestly cannot remember the rest of this storyline like after this issue so i don't know if they then he goes to see the organizer in prison because obviously in the description of it it mentioned the organizers we'll have to see what what is going to happen um Cameron reminds foggy he has his tv interview um so foggy's off to the library and this is where he 
discovers that there was a scientist who worked for Abner Jonas um, and he was probably behind all the, the tech, you know, the brains behind the organiser. Um, and so when Abner Jonas was put in jail, then he probably took over uh, as the exterminator, okay. which is a bit of a leap, but it's like, fair enough, you know. Um, and then Foggy heads off to his interview. Yes. And I love that the police are looking out for these three vigilantes, or these three criminals, I should say. And the radio guy's like, they're best known by the names of Birdman, Apeman, and Catman. I'd be like, just say they're dressed as a gorilla, a bird, and a cat. (laughs) (laughs) Like, they, they stand out. Don't say about, you don't have to say about their names, just say that they're dressed like this, you know? (laughs) <laughs> the redundancy department. Catman <laughs> is dressed up as a cat. <laughs> as a cat. Specifically a tabby. <laughs> but no longer does he have a nice moustache. Don't attack another cat-dressed person. Only do the one yeah. that looks like... <laughs> don't attack. If you see the rum-tum-tugger around, don't attack him. <laughs> he's innocent. Even though he's a curious know. cat, as the song says. <laughs> don't go attacking him. <laughs> uh, don't go attacking Hellcat if you see her. We're talking specifically about Catman. That's the person yeah. dressed as a cat we're talking about. Um, so the the guard of the bank is like freaking out in the background of Limbo. He's saying, if I stay here any longer, I'll go mad, mad, mad. Um, well, you can't really blame him because like they look like they're sort of floating around. They're not really standing on anything. Yeah, they they look like they're in a reverse fried egg. Yeah, it's like yellow with like a little white bit Radish in the middle. But it's still yeah, it still looks like a um, a swirl of some sort. Yeah. Now this part is what confused me. <laughs> Go so, for it. So several people have been zapped over at, at least a 24-hour period. Yeah. Right. And they all end up in this one location, regardless of when they were zapped or where in the city they were when they were zapped. Mm-hmm. The bad guy behind the scenes who controls how long someone stays zapped um, was not there when Daredevil was zapped. Yeah. So presumably he had the same length of zapping time as everybody else, right? You would think so, yeah. 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 They would have like a standard... I don't know, yeah. like 10 hours or something, yeah. So how come the policeman that was zapped just after the bad guys escaped from the, the bank and had previously already zapped Daredevil disappears from Limbo before Daredevil does, and he's the only one stuck left behind? I d- well, I mean, Daredevil guesses it's because he got a stronger dose of the the ray than anyone else i don't know how he guesses that i have no idea maybe he was um, closer maybe i yeah i don't know but he says he also says the effects are wearing off the victims who were sent here earlier but they weren't sent there at the same time you're right so it's not like i would imagine with the ray it's like you know if i if i shoot you with the ray elizabeth it's like yeah. you're you're going to feel the effects for 24 hours not yes. that if I shoot you with the ray, it doesn't matter where when I shoot you in the next 24 hours, you are going to reappear in 24 hours time. Do you see what I mean? So it's no, it's <laughs> very weird. 
I thought it was, you zap me, and there's a 24-hour cycle on it, so I'm going to stay in limbo for 24 hours. But then if five minutes later you zap my husband, then he'll be in limbo with me for most of that 24 hours, but five minutes before, or I'll, I'll come back to reality five minutes before he will because he was zapped five minutes after I was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, then I, if he suddenly disappears out of limbo five minutes before me, <laughs> I'm going to be wondering, what's going on? I did my time. Let me out of here. <laughs> yeah. You're like, hey, hang on. You just got here. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. I, I mean, again, I think it's a stretch of, of Daredevil to say, I got a stronger dose than anyone else. Cause, yeah. Because as far as he knows, he could disappear any second as well, you know? Yeah. Back. He he has no clue, so... He wasn't um, when he when the bad guy boss had told them about the timing. True, yeah. We're more in the know than he is. We are more in the know than Daredevil. Oh, oh Matt. <laughs> um, so he, basically the issue ends, and he's kind of curled up in, in limbo, which has now gone all green and swirly, and he says... What if the jolt I suffered means I must stay here forever? It's like, it's like Matt, okay. Like, I know, he, he jumps to the worst possible conclusion, and you would be worried about that, but also the fact that, like, the other people have been let out of limbo, you know, probably means he will be as well, you know? Yeah, eventually. Eventually, yeah. So, you know, just just hunker down and, you know, you'll get out of there, buddy. Hang in there. He does look a little lonely, though. He does look very sad. <laughs> and and that, that one looked... Sorry, go ahead. No, 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 go on, go on. Um, that, once he turned it green and had the swirl even more pronounced, it looks even more like a Doctor Who intro. Yeah, it does. It looks like the TARDIS is going to go flying past any minute. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but well, it's... Um, they're in... The time beyond our time, maybe that makes sense. Yeah. Hmm, indeed. Crossover. Has there ever been a crossover with Doctor Who and Marvel? Probably. That has to have been. Um, I don't know if they ever had it. They had um, Star Trek did. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I don't know if they ever did with Doctor Who. Doctor Who and Doctor Strange hanging out. (laughs) That'd be fun. Call me the doctor. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, the amount of people that want, you know, Benedict Cumberbatch to be the doctor as well as Doctor Strange is kind that of That would be pretty funny. <laughs> he would do a really good job in that, actually. We can't have my dream doctor because he's already played the master, which um, I really wanted Sasha Dewan to play the doctor. I think he would have been great. And then they cast him as the master and it made me really sad. So I was like, but, but I want him as the Doctor instead. I don't want him as the Master. Oh, was that the latest one? Yeah, he was also um, Davos in the Iron Fist show. Oh, okay. They've reused some of the same actors before, though, because the um, the previous Doctor had been in that Mount Vesuvius episode as a regular this person. true, yeah. So maybe they'll do it. I don't know. I would, I I would like that because I, I think he's great. I'd love him to be a, be a doctor. Also, Rory Kinnear. If I can't have Sasha Dewan, have Rory Kinnear be the doctor. He'd be great. Yeah. He's an excellent Who's that? actor. He was in Penny Dreadful, if you ever saw Penny Dreadful. 
No, I didn't see that. It's a it's a horror. So I don't know if you'd like. Yeah, I'm not a horror person. Yeah, so he's I... um he was also in Black Mirror and he was in the newer Bond films in like a supporting role, and oh. he's an excellent actor. I think he'd be really good as the Doctor. Was he Q in the latest Bond ones? No, that's another guy that's that's rumored though. That's Ben Wyshaw. He was like like M's second in command. Oh, okay. Um, then I... I don't know his character's name, but um, okay. Yeah, but he's a, he would be really good. I will send you a picture later. Don't worry. Yeah, I'll, <laughs> I'll recognize him as soon as I see the picture. Yeah, like, you'll oh, recognize yeah. him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not as good at names as you are. You you throw the names around, and I'm like behind the scenes looking him up on IMDb. Oh, that guy! <laughs> my brain is full of useless uh, knowledge. I can't remember like where I left my keys on a daily basis, but I can remember all these actors' names. It's I think we both have that problem. <laughs> <laughs> this is the this is the <laughs> the affliction of being a geek. I think you just remember <laughs> knowledge you really don't need. So yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, that that was my pick for the Doctor. If any Doctor Who fans are listening as well. So, <laughs> and that is this issue. Um, so uh, we talked about our toot. Um, I think already, which was Karen's really cute little green outfit. Green. With the gold belt and the, the belts and the necklace. Yeah, the... it was so cute. I love that outfit. Um, I liked it. But what about your boot? Do you have a boot? I didn't really have one, unless we go back into the um, the bad guy's costumes, which I'm not sure if that really counts. You can do the bag. I mean, last week I uh, booted Catman, not because I think his costume's particularly bad, but it was because I was sad that he'd got rid of his moustache. Oh, <laughs> You know, instead, I'll do, um, when they're in limbo, one of the guys that they're stuck there with is, um, he looks like a milkman. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. And, uh, and a bow tie. So I'll, I'll choose him. Okay. I'll choose him. Okay, that sounds good. I, I'm going to choose Birdman this week because I don't like this weird, almost skin color of his costume. Yeah, I could go with that, it too. freaks me out. I don't like it, so... Yeah, I'm going to go with him. I was sad that we didn't see the Exterminator this week. I think Vix would be as well, because they really liked his outfit last week. <laughs> uh, it's very extra. Um, okay, so panel of the week. Uh, okay, so I'm torn between three of them. Okay. I like the very first one, the very first page, yeah. where he's putting on the gloves in front of the mirror. I like... The one where he's uh, leaning up against the, the wall when the bad guys were trying to exit the the safe mm-hmm. or the vault. And I like the one when he's just been zapped and there's like the glow around him. Yeah, I liked all those ones as well. I, I think um, I think I'm going to pick the first one, though, with the one with the mirror. Because yeah. I don't know. I don't know what it was. I really like the way his gloves were drawn. <laughs> I don't know why. Yeah, like, and it's just really like hard to draw. Yeah, I just really, I really liked that. It was, I don't know, a nice use. There was a lot of weird, um, weirdly drawn action um, scenes, I thought, uh, or action panels in this issue. Um, but um, I liked some of them. But I really, really liked um, the uh, that first panel. So I'm going to go with that one. I think. Yeah, I think of the three, that's my favorite too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. Um, I know you don't do it as as one, but um, when you talk about uh, the text, my yes. favorite text of the week, Chris, <laughs> I know it's not a, it's not a thing. Go for it. 
Um, when it, it flips over to uh, Foggy and Karen back at the office, and it says, let's see now, we seem to be running out of characters. So who's left? Oh, yes, Frantic Foggy. <laughs> I love that line. Poor laugh. Frantic Foggy. Oh, the true hero of, uh, of <laughs> these early Daredevil issues. Yes, because he actually uses his mind and the library system. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> oh. Okay, well, now we have to decide what we are going to do with this issue. So last issue we put in the vault because we both kind of loved how over the top the exterminator was. But he's in this <laughs> oh, issue this it week. wasn't because they finally got rid of Debbie because she's terrible. <laughs> well, <laughs> she's... She's so boring, like, now Now she's no longer, like, the femme fatale. Like, when she first came into it, she was the femme fatale, and she was very different, and now it's just like, eh. Yeah. She's just kind of boring, you know, so. Well, um, didn't you say before that uh, if it was a continuation of a previous issue, then you had to put them together? We did, but the problem is we're getting into, like, I mean, the, the Doctor Doom issues, the storyline with Doctor Doom, it carried on, like, over multiple issues like at least five issues because it was the trapster and then it went into you know dr doom and everything so it's kind of hard to do that because and particularly it's going to be later because then you get storylines that are you know like six you know ten issues that kind of thing (laughs) so um so yeah so i i think we can um kind of break that up a bit um unless it's like a you know, we can we can always decide that sort of later, but I'm happy with us sort of breaking it up into individual issues. You could put a little post-it on the one that's in the vault that says what happens next. Yeah, exactly. Like, see whatever <laughs> to find out what happens next. <laughs> um, so, what are we going to do with this issue? Are we going to put it in the vault? Are we going to throw it out the window? Or are we going to kind of throw it under the bar? I don't think it's vault-worthy. Yeah, I, I'm thinking under the bar. I'm thinking that as well, because it has to be really bad. Like, I'm waiting for Mephisto before we throw it out. <laughs> yes, but, you do um, not like yeah. Mephisto, do you? I I despise the Mephisto episode <laughs> issues. <laughs> they were awful. Um, I'm not looking forward to when we get up to them, other than the fact that I'll get to vent with people who actually know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's, uh, there's some ones I'm really looking forward to venting about in the future as well. <laughs> It was just so bad. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I'd say under the bar. I'm okay with that. Yeah, I think under the bar. Um, let's go under the bar then. Here I go. Uh, awesome. So usually we would now have uh, a little segment called Vix Predicts. But unfortunately Vix is not here. So we can't have Vix Predicts. So instead, I thought I would throw a little question your way Elizabeth Uh oh I think previously on the Facebook group I have asked listeners who have read Daredevil um, because obviously Vix is is reading Daredevil the first time but they know some things that are going to happen so I asked what villain are people most looking forward to Vix kind of reading about so um, Daredevil is a bit of a ladies' man. So without spoilers, Elizabeth, are there any of Daredevil's ladies you are particularly looking forward to uh, Vic's meeting uh, as we go through uh, Daredevil's back catalogue? Oh, um, I'm going to forget her name. Uh, the redhead from Ireland. Who was oh, Gloriana Fox. O'Brien. Yes, 
yeah, she yeah. was fun. Yeah. <laughs> Mainly because she was in my favorite of all times issues with the Beyonder. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which episode I'm talking about. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Well, you've got a while until that. I think she's not in it until yeah, at least 80s. hundreds. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. in the 1980s, I meant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because even I had been reading it for a couple of years by that point. <laughs> yeah, no, that will be fun. Um, I, yeah, I don't know. I'm really looking forward to when Black Widow's in it. Um, yeah. Which is not a spoiler because Vix knows that Black Widow does come into it because, you know, I love Black Widow. And even though they're not the most healthy couple... <laughs> I like Black Widow, but I don't necessarily like them together. And the whole moving to... Is this a spoiler, when they moved? Um, I don't think so. I think I've mentioned it before. Okay. So the whole San Francisco thing, um, that's about as far as I've gotten on reading the older ones. Mm-hmm. So I have a big gap. So I've read from from issue well, like of the reprints, one up through... Uh, a little into them in San Francisco and then I sort of ran, ran into a wall and I was just like alright I'm going to get back to this eventually but mm-hmm. I I never got back to it and then it then I have like when I actually started buying them <laughs> <laughs> in the late 70s early 80s time frame just before um, uh, Born Again yeah so I yeah I was collecting them maybe a year before Born Again Wow. And my 12-year-old mind, or I think it was around 12 or so, like, exploded at that point. I was like, this is so <laughs> dark! Yeah, this <laughs> is the darkest thing ever! <laughs> but it's hard to stop reading, so... Yeah. Yeah. So I need to, yeah, I need to fill in the gap of that, like, decade in the middle. <laughs> I think I, I think Daredevil never really works when he's outside. I mean, it, unless it's, like, a short story. There's ones where he's kind yeah. of travelled elsewhere, you know, that I, I can think of where it's worked. But I think it never really works if he's out of New York. He needs to be in. He's so tied to New York. Yeah. Um, it's his, as a few his, as a few Marvel, you know, heroes and villains are. And he's definitely yeah. one of them. And he, yeah, you take him out of New York and it's just it's just not the same. Yeah, like when Spider-Man goes on a, a trip to upstate New York and he's having to swing around between trees. <laughs> yeah, and it's like... I have nowhere to go now. The trees line stopped. Where, how do yeah. I get to the next stop? It's always why, it is, and that's kind of why as well with the MCU Spider-Man films, I'm always like, because I, I, I don't want to see Spider-Man running around Venice, you know, and yeah, you know, that kind of thing. And it's fine, but I'm just like, no, I like, I like him being friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. <laughs> and that doesn't mean that he can't fight like big things, but like. Yeah, well, yeah. they were trying to do the whole replacement of Iron Man thing, which I don't yeah. think was necessary. I mean, yeah. I still enjoyed the movie. Yeah. But I, you're right. I like him better when he's on his home turf and he's he's the local superhero. Yeah, he's not like the Spider-Man I would like to see my boy Daredevil hanging out with, you know. I'd yeah. love to see. I would love to see them interact just because you know from a. You know, it would be great because I'd be like, oh, there's two characters. It's amazing. But yeah. I would, I, you know, that's not the Spider-Man that I see having a friendship with Daredevil, you know? He's too young at this point. Yeah, yeah. And it's... And, yeah. and is not really the father figure type at this point. <laughs> yeah, and he's, he's got too much tech as well, Spider-Man. It always... I never... Yeah. It, never it always sat wrong with me that he has, like... Um, like a, with 
those arm branch things that come yeah, out. Yeah, and he's got Karen, and I think it's now Sharon, his, like, you know, his Jarvis. Yeah. I know in the, I know in the, the theme park it's she's called Sharon and not Karen, which is weird, but... Um, yeah, it never sat well to me that he had, like, this kind of thing, and all this stuff was being built for him by Tony Stark, because, you know, Peter Parker's meant to be intelligent, you know, he can build yeah. his own stuff. And I know he does design his own suit in that second film, but I was just like... Yeah, but he's using... Tony Stark's tech. Yeah, to do he's it. using so, someone else's tech. Yeah, exactly. So. Yeah, I I like it better too when he's building his own web shooters and he's coming up with his own chemical combination for his webs. And mm-hmm. yeah, I I agree. Um, it was interesting for the storyline that they were trying to do, but at the same yeah. time, I prefer him wearing a fabric suit. <laughs> <laughs> I prefer, uh, and like the first movie, it bugged me when they had him actually having, not having the web shooters where the web was actually shooting out of his wrist. Yeah. That bugged me. Yeah. And with the, the little um, spiny fingers so they could climb up the wall with the spiny fingers. I'm like, why do you have to explain this? It doesn't need to be explained. Exactly. And it's also, you just think about it and you're like, oh, I feel kind of grossed out now. I don't like yeah. this. Let me hold your creepy hand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like when you think too much about about that version of Spider-Man having the web shooters in his actual wrist, it icks yeah. me out the same way that thinking too much about Reed Richards in real life icks me out, you know? Oh, yeah, how stretchy he is. Yeah, I think Vic, Vix and I were discussing that as well, and we were both like, you sort of, like, I, I've always been a bit like, when I see Reed Richards' powers, I'm like, I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> Give you a hug and he'd wrap you around like 20 times. Ooh. <laughs> it just weirds me out. <laughs> oh, dear. Anyway, so, yeah. Not so one of my favorite characters anyway. He's okay, <laughs> but he's, he's not on my... Even my top twenty, probably. No, exactly. I did. I did see a, a, an interesting casting for him recently because they've um, there was an article saying that they are looking for um, specifically a diverse cast for um, Fantastic Four, but they um, they didn't really say anything else apart from that. And um, you know, and I saw someone that suggested um, Dev Patel as Reed Richards if they went younger, and I think he'd be really cool. Do you know All who right, he is? Who that is. <laughs> he was in Slumdog Millionaire. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's he's older, obviously, than that now. But I was like, I can see him in that role. I think he'd be good. Hmm. But yeah, I don't. Know. You've tried to do that Fantastic Four too many times now, and I just I'm I'm scared to see what they do the next time because <laughs> yeah, I did like um, Young Griffith. Is that how you say his name? Oh yeah, yeah. Um, who was the original? Mm-hmm. Um, because I liked him from when he was in uh, Captain um, Oh, oh what yeah yeah what was it called the, the sea ones Captain Navy Man I can't remember what oh, his name dude, was I could kick myself as soon as we hang up I'm going to remember <laughs> I can't remember what it was either but yeah it was that miniseries with oh shoot I almost Hornblower Yes, Hornblower. He yes. was excellent in Hornblower. And so then I was happy to see him as Reed Richards because he kind of had the right look. Yeah. Um, but then the movie itself was not that great. Yeah. Yeah, they weren't. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, oh, maybe well. one day we'll get a good Fantastic Four film. But maybe. I'm I'm not I'm like, my heavily breath. invested in Fantastic Four, so, you know. No, I'm not either. I'm, I'm much more looking forward to... Um, like She-Hulk, yeah, or I can't wait for She-Hulk. I mean, obviously Daredevil coming back, but um, 
but like She-Hulk or Moon Knight. Uh, I cannot wait for. Oh, I saw something about Moon Knight recently, and I was thinking about you. Oh. I think they were saying like who was going to be in the cast and stuff, and you would. I was just like, oh, she already knows all that. But I was like, oh. <laughs> I'm I'm very excited for Moon Knight. Yeah, I don't really know that character at all. He's just kind of guest starred on a couple things that I saw. Yeah, he sort of turns up, you know, every so often in um, like street level stuff. You know, I like my street. Even I say he's street level. He's he's not really street level, but I I really like the character. Yeah. So. I look forward to learning more about the character and hearing from you whether or not they do it right. <laughs> I mean, I'm not. I've I've read some Moon Knight, but I've not read a ton. Um, but um, there's people that um, um, I know on other podcasts, um, you know, that know way more about him than I do. So I'll be probably following their comments closely to see what they say. Um, now, with She-Hulk, I'm kind of curious as to whether or not they're going to go with the breaking the, the fourth wall. I think they've said I, that they might um, do it. There's been rumours that they might. I'm, I'm curious as to how they're going to portray the character and if she is going to be, like, green all the time, you know? I hope yeah. she is. Yeah. That'd be interesting. And I love the actress who's playing her, Tatiana Mislani. She's she's great. Yes, um, so I never yeah, watched that show where she was all clones. Yeah, uh, Orphan Black. Yeah, I didn't watch that one because it looked... I couldn't get into it either, but um, she's been very good in other films I've seen her in. So, mm. you know, we'll see. Yeah. She wasn't who I was picturing, but I can see since it'll be easier for them to make a smaller person look bigger than it would be for a bigger person to look smaller. Yeah. Then, uh, and also depending on, like you said, is she going to be green all the time or is she going to be more of her usual identity? Um, I mean, She-Hulk usually prefers to be green because she likes being yeah. empowered and and stuff. So it's kind of an interesting part of her character, which is why I was thinking they were going to go with someone who actually had a physic- more physical build to mm-hmm. start with. And then maybe yeah, we'll have to see. someone else for the smaller version. But Yeah, it'll be, it'll be interesting to see how they do it. And, and hopefully we will get um, Matt Murdock show up in that series. Because yes. that's all I want is Matt Murdock and Jennifer Waters in court together. Yes, I'll be so that'd happy. be so fun. I'll be so happy. Oh. <laughs> of um, course, you know, be on opposite sides of the uh, the courtroom then. I know. I'll be like, I don't know who I want to win. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, even though we aren't having a Vix Projects this episode, I will reveal to the listeners that the <laughs> the name of the next issue is the death of Mike Murdock. I can hear Emma going, no! <laughs> Emma, the, the world's only Mike Murdoch fan. <laughs> Bless her. I'm so behind now. I'm like a year behind on reading the comic book, so I have no idea what's going on at that point. I'm a few issues behind. I'm not feeling this run. A lot of people love this run, but I'm, I think I said on the uh, podcast before... I'm like, oh, great, Kingpin's back, oh, great, Bullseye's back, oh, great. Like, it's, <laughs> yeah, just like, it's the same hits over and over again. I'm like, can we get new characters, like, please? Invent new characters that are fun, you can do it. <laughs> I don't need these same three characters just coming back all the time, you know? Yeah, well... Actually, after the X-Men got killed for the fifth time and brought back to life again, I sort of gave up on any idea of 
new ideas and creativity. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, unfortunately. Oh, anyway, um, that was the episode. Thank you uh, for coming on, Elizabeth. You're welcome. And you'll be on next week as well, won't you? Next episode. Yes. Why is that? What What's happening? Why is Vix getting another week off? <laughs> because she doesn't want to watch the Daredevil movie again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I think her exact words were, she would murder me if I made her uh, watch Daredevil again. So... <laughs> Yeah, but happen. I, however, have not watched it in a while, and I'm quite happy to watch it again. Yeah, I haven't seen it um, since uh, the show came out, and I podcast um, about the film. So I, I watched uh, some clips of it the other day, but I haven't seen the full film in ages. So uh, it'll be fun to watch, and I think we we will have fun discussing what is good and what is bad about that film. <laughs> yes. Um, so should I not watch it during the week and take notes and just do it live? And You can do however you like. I'm just going to watch it live because I've seen it so many times. Yeah. I've podcasted about it twice before, so, I, you know, um, <laughs> so I'm just going to watch it live. But we're going to release that as a commentary episode rather than a review. So just something different, like a little uh, a little break. We might do a lecture at some point as well. Um, but Yeah, uh, that one I'm watching fast forward. Yeah, that, that that film is bad. Um, it all depends whether Vix has seen it or not. Um, so they can't remember if they've seen it. So it's yeah, whatever. that probably <laughs> is not a good suggestion. Yeah, <laughs> in your friendship. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah, if you thought Daredevil was bad, like uh, <laughs> yes, you wait and see. Yeah. Um. So we'll see. But uh, yeah, it's now time at the bar, so it's time for us to go. This is where Vix goes ding, 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 ding. So I'll do it this episode. (laughs) Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. If you want to send us feedback, you can contact us via Josie's Bar at reactionary-sass.com, on facebook.com at Josie's Bar Podcast, at Instagram or Twitter at Josie's Bar, or on Tumblr at josiesbarpodcast.tumblr.com. You can also call the SAS line, 321-710-4947. Our other podcasts and individual social media accounts can be found at reactionary-sas.com.